Ah, yes, yes, yes. Well, the word that I am going to be preaching this morning uh, is called burdens, burdens. You all heard that when I first started out that there was a talk about burdens. And so the title of this message is Our Burdens, God's Remedy. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You see, uh, being a people watcher, and I do consider myself a bit of a people watcher, I often find it somewhat fascinating to observe the look of uh, the, the faces of people. Amen. I, I admit that right now that's a little bit difficult uh, in this season uh, uh, of where people are hiding behind masks and, and face shields and all those kinds of things. It, it really was a little easier to see people's faces in our pre-COVID environment. Uh, but nonetheless, nonetheless, it's still interesting to be able to see, even if you only see the eyes of somebody, that can tell something about what is going on with them. Uh, even as uh, we, we look around and we look at the faces of people, what I noticed is that there is often a look of worry and trouble, okay? People look troubled. Uh, they often seem to be preoccupied with something else that is taking up the space in their minds. Uh, people nowadays, uh, uh, they, they, they kind of can look right through you, not even present in the moment. Um, rather, their thoughts uh, uh, have taken them to what we call in another zone. Uh, rare, very rare is the case uh, that you stumble upon somebody uh, who has that carefree countenance, uh, that glow, that, that relaxed look about them, uh, that, that happy-go-lucky look that many of us may remember. We may recall when we reflect on our childhood and growing up, back in the day when, when you really didn't have to figure out where the next meal would be coming from, back in the day when, when, when you didn't have to figure out how you were going to meet the financial obligation. In that day when health was really something that, that you took for granted because you had really never been sick. Okay, all right. Maybe maybe you had a cold. Maybe you had the flu real bad. Uh, maybe you had the mumps, the measles, the, the chicken pox. But, but you had never heard the doctor say you might not survive this one. Uh -huh. uh, most of us, uh, most of your days were really good days. Uh, every every now and then, you you may have an ache or a pain, but but you could really identify with the songwriter who said, "All of my good days really do outweigh my bad days, and I I won't complain." Does anybody remember having that sentiment in your heart? It was during those times. Uh, uh, Pastor Keith uh, and my brothers and sisters, when when you didn't really know that the world had problems because everything you needed was already provided. Uh, there was a time in your history when your friends were your friends. Uh, Pastor Keith has driven down here to North Carolina to, to spend some time with a friend who's lost their dad. Well, that was a friend. It was his ride or 
or die. You all remember having ride or dies. And they didn't pretend to be your friend. They were your friends. They threw the thick and the thin, through the ups and the downs, and through the good and the bad. When, when one was in trouble, we all were in trouble. Come on, somebody. We, we shared the scolding, the punishment, and the suffering together. Does anybody, does anybody remember being in trouble just by association? Oh, come on, come on, come on. You were there, just happened to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. And so when the sentence got handed out, you got yours too. Uh-huh. You happened to just be in the room with him when you know what he did. Oh, she had that cigarette, but it looked like all of y'all was smoking. Uh-huh. He was drunk, but because you got caught cleaning up his, you know, then everybody was going down. But, but as life progressed and moved on, somehow things got a little more complicated. Oh, somebody say complicated. Uh-huh. Somewhere along the line, you became bombarded with some heavier situations that made life a a little bit tougher, a little bit harder, and it contained a little more struggle. Some say that, that there was trouble on every side. Oh, I've been there. Uh, others say that, well, Lord, the bottom looks like it has fallen completely out. Uh, yet somebody else says that everything is falling apart. Um, uh, we hear our friend, the lady on the commercial who say, help, I've fallen and I can't get up. Well, can I just tell you today that your fall may not be physical. It's far worse than that because now your falls seem to be emotional. They are psychological and most of all, they are tearing away at your buried spirit. Oh, do I have somebody who is understanding what I'm telling you this morning? No wonder you can't lift your head. Someone or something has placed a weight on you that impedes your very movement. No matter how hard you try, you can't seem to get from under that rock, um, that load, or that situation. No matter how many lights are on in your house, to you, it's still dark out there. Life has progressed to the common space. We know and we have to know as minor irritations. Oh, anybody ever had minor irritations? Minor irritations are those little things that keep popping up. They pop up here and they pop up there to try to keep you a bit off balance. Uh, they try to keep you from reaching the goals you have set for life. Um, those setbacks, and they try to discourage you and make you lose interest in reaching your destiny. Uh -huh. Those are just some irritations. Um, after that, um, that somehow life can also bring you to a place um, which I call a next level of aggravations. Oh, yes, 
aggravations, they really are more serious interruptions and annoyances that intensify in degree or severity. Oh, those, those aggravations, they show up in a place in your life and they will place your life on pause for a minute. Aggravations can really push you to tears or keep you from getting a good night's sleep. Your husband has decided to move out and move on. Your wife is addicted to prescription medication. Your job is shaky at best and your new boss has no idea what in the world he or she is doing. You see, after these irritations, and your aggravations, you begin to experience what Eric Garner said back in 2014 when he was placed in that uh, chokehold on the streets of New York City by a New York City police when he said, I can't breathe. Uh-huh. That is when you are in the process of suffocation. You have had irritations, aggravations, and now you are at a point of suffocation. You see, suffocation is when you are in, uh, uh, when life makes you feel like the, the very life that is in you is being snuffed right out of you. You, 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 you are literally being deprived of oxygen to your brain, your heart, and your lungs. You see, thinking becomes hard to do. You are disoriented. You become unhinged and unsettled. Suffocation has placed you in the place, my brothers and sisters, where David found himself in Psalm 5. 55. He was overwhelmed by the challenges of life. Trouble on every side. The bottom had fallen out and everything had fallen apart. Not by his enemies, but by the people who were his friends. Oh, come on, I am the brown. Oh, tell it like it is. You see, you see, in Psalm uh, 55, David begins to tell God about those people who are attacking him, the situations that he finds distressing and, 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 and a, bit, a bit unsettling. But he begins to tell God all about it. Have you ever, ever thought that you knew how to fix folks that were irritating, aggravating, and suffocating you? Oh, I bet you, I bet you have. Have you ever come up with a plan, y'all? Have you ever come up with a plan to settle the situation that held you captive because the weight of it all was just too much for you to bear? And if God didn't rescue you from it all, you were about to let go. In other words, you have been close to the edge. I know I'm speaking to some somebody on the line, somebody in Facebook who hasn't always had it together. I know somebody out there has had a mean streak, an anger management problem, a temper that you just couldn't seem to get under control. You see, you are in need this morning. I just came to tell somebody for a brief moment that 
<coughs> you are in need of a spiritual diagnosis. And that is what I have for you this morning. You see, what you really have, I want you all to understand this, is that you have been suffering with the carrying of your burdens for far too long. Oh, yes, you have. Yes, you have. Do you, do you really understand what a burden is? A burden is a load. It's that which has been born out of difficulty. It's weighty and it's in an encumbrance. It keeps you from being the very best version of yourself. A burden can really snuff out the light that you carry for Jesus Christ. It bends you over. Oh, yes, it will. It replaces your smile with a frown. It makes you look troubled and worried, defeated, and dejected. We all have burdens of some sort. Don't, don't get me wrong. I believe if I went around the circle this morning and asked who has a burden, everybody would have a, a piece of one or a part of one. Uh, everybody uh, would have at least one. And some of us would, ca would carry a whole lot more. You see, burdens really are a fact of life and they are a part of our human existence. Therefore, they are a human problem. But I came to tell you this morning that God still has a remedy for our problems. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You see, we need a treatment plan that will help us ease that load. Ah, yeah, yeah. Can I just back it up a minute? Then I back it up a minute. Well, way, way back a long, long time ago, when I was learning the art of nursing, one of the things that, uh, I, I, that the, the uh, School of Nursing endeavored to do was to teach you how to write nursing care plans. Uh, amen, somebody. Care plans were really nothing more than writing down the, the treatment for the diagnosis in order to get the patient back to the optimal level of health for that patient. Oh, can I say that again? Again, a plan of care or a care plan is a writing down of the treatment for the diagnosis in order to get the patient back to the optimal level of health for that patient. This was an exercise, you all, that I had to do over and over again. Every time I was faced with a brand new patient, every time I saw another diagnosis, I had to write out the plan. In other words, I had to help create the path, if you will, to move the obstacles from getting him or her back to a state of health and well-being. Oh, somebody with me this morning. We're trying to get some of you to get on a better path to better health, spiritually, emotionally, psychologically, this morning. You see, right now, right now, if you are carrying a burden, if you are carrying a load or a weight, you are not the best version of yourself. You are carrying too much weight, too much baggage, and you are not 
aligned with the word of God. Oh God, I'm helping somebody this morning already, already, already. Let me just tell you, just a few days ago, my son was getting ready to make a trip across the country uh, to visit some family. And in his baggage, in his luggage, he had packed all the things that he thought he needed to carry on his trip. We all pack our bags and our luggage. But how many of you all know that there is a limit to how much weight you can have in your baggage in order to get on the plane? Because if you go over that amount, come on somebody, the airline is going to say this is going to cost. Well, can I tell you, saints of God, when we still carry too much baggage, it's going to come with a cost. Oh, yes, it will. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. But you see, you see, your treatment plan, hallelujah, I love the word of God, because already in the word of God, the problem has been diagnosed. You have a problem with carrying too many burdens for too long. But the scripture comes with the treatment plan already in verse number 22 of of our text this morning. The word says, give your burdens to the Lord. Simple as that. Uh-huh. And Matthew 11, 29 and 30 says it like this. It says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For my yoke is easy and my burdens are light. And you will find rest for your souls. I know I got some people out there that's tired of carrying around a whole lot of stuff that you were never meant to carry. The word says that your my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Oh, I hear you all. I hear you. I hear you. You saying, David, yeah, yeah, yeah. That might sound good, but it's easier said than done. Uh-huh. Given, given our burdens really should not be that hard, folks. I'm just saying we make it harder than it has to be. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we give them and then we take them back. Uh-huh. Yeah, we do. We do. It, it's hard for some reason for us to leave our burdens in God's hands. And, and as I thought about this, Pastor Keith, I, I came up with three three primary reasons that we have trouble leaving our burdens in his hand. The first reason, I believe, is that we think we know better how the problem should be solved. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, we think we know better how the problem should be solved. Uh, number two, we really do think we know what's best for us. Um, and, and if we could just be honest, my third uh, area is we think sometimes God takes too long to fix the issue. Oh. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think I'm on to something, Sister Kimber. I think I'm on to something. And yet, 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 we sing in our outdoor voice. Yeah, we do. We step up to the microphone and we say, he's an on-time God. Yes, he is. 
Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Well, is he on time or does he take too long? Oh God, I'm helping somebody. That's the question. That's the question this morning. Come on, come on, come on, come on with me. And and, and so we have a second part to the to the verse. The the verse says, He will take care of you. Oh God. So if you have a burden, hallelujah, he says, bring it to me because I will take care of you. Now, I don't know how you see that, but, but for me, I see that as a promise from our God. And I don't know about you, but I love the promises of God because see, God is a what? A promise keeper. Oh, yes, he is. I count that as a promise from our God, the one who created the heavens and the earth. I heard Pastor Keith say he was somebody bigger than you and I. And if he is bigger than you and he's bigger than me, then why is it that we can't leave our burdens in his presence and let him handle our situation? Hallelujah. I'm talking about the God who created the heavens and the earth, who hung the stars up in the sky. People of God, we have got to take a moment and remember that our God can handle our burdens because he is greater than our problems. We got to remember, church, I'm almost finished, that we need to give our mess to our Messiah. We got to lay our heaviness on him who will not allow us to slip or fall because that's the other piece that the text tells us. We got to hand over our weights to the way maker. We got to put our trust in the true and living God. You see, we have a problem in God in the text has a remedy. Oh, just as he had a remedy, Pastor Keith, can I remind you all of over 2,000 years ago, he had a remedy that would set that which was wrong right. He had a remedy that would reconnect that which had become disconnected. Oh, we know he is a strong tower because we've seen him carry the weight of his own cross to a place called Calvary where they put the cross in the ground and they hung him high into the sky until he suffered, bled, and died. Now you know that that had to be an irritation, an aggravation, and a suffocation because crucifixion literally suffocates the, the victim until they die. But hallelujah to Jesus. My Bible teaches me that three days later, he got up and the word says, and when he rose, he had power in his hand that we had a problem and he came up with the remedy. And so my word to you all this morning, and I'm going to move on out the way is to remind you that whatever problem we have, 
whatever weight, whatever burden, whatever mess, whatever stuff uh, that we are carrying around that we were never meant to carry, we have got to remember that our God can handle our situation and we need to give it to him, leave it with him and walk away. Oh, I'm talking to somebody this morning. I pray to our God in heaven that I have been heard by the people of God this morning. So God, 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 God has the answer. God has the answer. And I may encourage you all this morning to stay with our God and give him the the hurts and the heaviness of your bleeding and your aching hearts, whatever it is, whatever, whatever it is. I want you to know that he says, give your burden. Uh, this is David. David. David is saying, give your burdens to the Lord and he will take care of you. We have burdens. That's our problem. But God has the answer. And I don't know about you, but my heart rejoices this morning as I share this word with you all, that you all will hold on and hang on in there, giving your everything, all the messed up stuff in your life to our God, because he is bigger and greater than our problems. May the Lord bless you all this morning. May he keep you all this morning. May his face continue to shine upon you this morning and grant you peace in the midst of your storm. 